Welcome back to the Crime Conspiracy Show. This is Ciara. This is Megan. And today I'm covering the case of Patty Prespa. Okay, this case is freaking bananas. I'm excited. <laughs> so I started listening to the Dateline podcast for this one. It was called okay. The Seduction. Ooh. So I think I told you I was listening to that, didn't yes, I? Yes, but I'm having a hard time with it being called The Seduction. I know. And her name is Patty. <laughs> but just wait. No offense if any listener is named Patty. It's just not like when you think of seductive names. It's not the first one that comes to mind. Okay, I'm just going to jump right in. And I was listening to the podcast while I was typing all of this out. And I was doing the other research on the side. And so if it's a little messy and jumbled, I apologize. You're forgiven. (laughs) Okay, so Patricia Prespa, she went by Patty. She was 47 years old at the time of all of this, so okay. 47. She was married to Ron Prespa, and okay. he was, I believe, 54, so a little bit older than her. Okay. They had been together for six years, and Ron was her fourth husband. Bummer. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having four husbands? Ooh, I know. <laughs> One's a handful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ron had two daughters named Misty and April, they said that Ron had just fell under Patty's spell when oh. they met, and he just loved her. As in, a, the daughters don't love her. Yes. Got it. Yeah. And you will see why. Okay. <laughs> There's lots of reasons. But, so he had raised the two girls on his own. Aww. The mom wasn't in the picture. He was, like, mother and father. He was such a great dad. Like, did their hair, did their nails, like, oh. did all these things with them. That's so precious. I know. And he told Patty that he wasn't interested in getting married again because yeah. of what had happened with the previous wife, like Got the it. mother of... Of the girls. Yeah, because he was just, you know, I, I feel like it was just a hard ending of the marriage, so he didn't want to do it again. That's fair. So, three years into their relationship, the daughters could tell that something was up with Patty. They said that she was acting kind of weird. Ooh. And that she, like, was, she lost a bunch of weight, and so, and she was acting weird. So they were like, she's having an affair. <laughs> they just, like, immediately what? went to that. And she was. She was I having an affair. I would never have connected those dots. I know. You're acting weird, and you're skinny, so therefore. <laughs> you're having an affair. <laughs> what? <laughs> Super weird. So after that, Ron said he would do anything to make Patty happy, like, just wanted her to be happy. So they eloped without telling anybody. Oh, no. And Ron was really close to his two daughters, and he was close to his mom, who lived across the street from him. Oh, and yeah. And he didn't tell anybody. Close enough to live across the street. Right. And then since they got married, Patty said that the daughters weren't invited to the house anymore. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just one red flag after another. Yes. So weird. And so they had to arrange to see their dad at their grandmother's house. So Ron's mom, which was across the street from his house. Why? Did she have a reason? No. She just, it was her house now because she lived there and that was what she said. 
Ew. I know. And he's all okay. Yes. But like Ronald. He would go to his mom's house across the street, meet with the daughters, and then they would be there hanging out and it was he would check his phone or check his watch and saw the time and he was like, Oh, I gotta go make dinner for Patty before she gets home from work and like he would get up in the morning and make her breakfast and get her coffee and then make dinner at night. Like I do not like that. Yeah. So he did everything for her. And everyone loved Ron. Like, Ron was such a good person. Like, everyone in the community loved him. Mm. And it was, like, a small town in California. And he lived, they lived on some land, so they had, like, some animals and, like, they rode horses and all that stuff. So that's a little bit of background. But everyone loved Ron. They said he was such a good person. All the things. Patty worked at a place called the California Conservation Corps. Okay. So I kind of looked up what that was and it's a program for men and women between the ages of 18 and 25 okay. and they invite like they offered work in environmental conservation fire protection land maintenance all these different things so it's kind of for like troubled young adults interesting yeah so that's where patty worked and that is where she met a man named jaime ramos who was 21 years old, and he was younger than all of her children. Oh, I'm already grossed out. <laughs> yeah. While she's working here, Ron, so this was, they had been married for three years, so this was three years after her first affair, three years mm. later. Ron's daughters, Misty and April, could tell again that she was having an affair. She was acting super weird. She was, like, tanning. She lost 60 pounds. Jeez. And she was, like, wearing nicer clothes and, like, trying you know like putting on makeup when she usually didn't like all these things so they could tell something was up again yeah patty kept saying she had these trainings for her work in different states different cities and so she kept leaving for like multiple weekends and she was gone all the time but like her job wasn't that important like she wouldn't need to go to like all these trainings patty the daughters told ron their dad they were like dad she's having an affair and he didn't believe it he just, like, believed the best in people. He didn't think she was doing it. He's like, no, like, she said she's going to the trainings. She's going to the trainings. Ron. I know. So he just fully believed her. That's so sad. I know. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little about Jaime. His childhood was a mess. He was a mess. His mother killed herself when he was two. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Super sad. Oh, my gosh. At two? Mm-hmm. So he never knew her. Oh. <sighs> I know. I just would have adopted that poor little baby. Ugh, I know. And his father came in and out of his life. He was never, like, a steady person for him. Oh. So he ended up living with his maternal grandmother, and she ended up officially adopting him. So what she got, like, the paperwork from the dad, to, and he signed his rights or whatever, so she was able to Ugh. adopt him. Like, that's so great for her, but for the dad to sign away his rights, like, that had to really hurt. I know. It's super sad. And then also when he was younger, he said that a male relative had molested him for years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it happened, he said, once or twice a month from ages 6 to like 16. Oh my gosh. Super sad. Like really sad. And then in middle school, he started an intimate relationship with one of his teachers. What? Yes. What are the adults in his life? I know. What is happening? I know. It's really sad. Oh, my gosh. So he was with her until he was about 17. 
So I didn't know. I don't know exactly when in middle school. But they... Middle school? Yeah. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. And then the teacher had said that she met another man, and so she was, like, ending things. And then Jaime got, like, super angry. Oh, was that why? I know. And he went to her house and was, like, mad. And he was like, why are you ending things with me? And he ended up, like, breaking her glass window with, like, a chair and, like, just Good decisions all around. I know. Yeah. Just nutsos. So then when he turned 21, he was accepted into the CCC, which is the California Conservation Corps. (laughs) So yeah, it's kind of like a boot camp for at-risk young adults. So people that have been into trouble, have kind of a hard life, and this helps them like learn how to work and yeah, life skills and all that stuff. So Patty was one of his supervisors, obviously. (laughs) And all of the young adults there called Patty, like, mom, mother, and everyone loved her. And she was kind of like a mother figure to a lot of these people. And she was like a mother figure to Jaime and listened to him, and she cared about him. And he told her, like, his whole life story, and he said that Patty made him feel like a real man. I know. And then it started to turn, like, romantic and intimate after that. And they were first intimate in the back of Patty's car there. (laughs) And remind you, he's younger than all of her children. So weird. And then sometimes they would like sneak to a motel. And so they were like months into the affair when she finally told Jaime that she was married. So like he didn't know. And Jaime was like upset. He was like kind of taken aback. He wasn't expecting that. So after she finally told him that she was married, she then told Jaime that she was trapped and living in constant fear of Ron and that Ron took pleasure in beating her. And she said that he hung her upside down from the ceiling with a rope one time. And she said that he would sexually abuse her and beat her. And she said she couldn't go to the police because everyone loved Ron and no one would believe her. But then she also claimed she did go to the police, but they did nothing because they knew and loved Ron. And then Jaime kept telling her, he's like, well, just leave, get a divorce, leave. But she always had like an excuse not to. And she said her children didn't believe her either. She said she told her children and they didn't believe her. No one believed her. Well, and he was mad because he had been sexually abused as a child. And so, and he loved this woman. And then hearing that, like it made him so mad. And he said he wanted to hurt Ron. So he told her to, like, move away or he will hurt Ron, is what Jaime told Patty. And Patty then said, well, what if Ron accidentally dies? Then we can be together and he won't hurt me anymore. Patty! If you don't want to be with them, which, leave. If they're abusive, then leave. Like, and obviously that's a different situation if they really are abusive because that is harder to leave. But if you don't want to be with someone, (laughs) going back to kind of, like, their relationship, she would buy Jaime gifts and she took him shooting with her brand new 44 Magnum revolver. Oh my gosh. And they would go on like weekend trips together. This is so messed up. It's so weird. And Jaime said that when he was with her, he felt like a kid again. And that... I'm, like, trying to remember exactly what he had said. That relationship's grossing me out. 
Yeah. And it's just because he never, like, he didn't have a mother. And he said his grandmother did a great job of raising him, but wasn't necessarily, like, a motherly figure towards him. Too much trauma, for sure. Yes. And so, like, he had that relationship with a teacher who was older than him. And then Patty, who was older than him. And so it's like, he obviously had mommy issues. Yeah, clearly. And was looking for that kind of relationship. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So they went on a secret trip to San Francisco for a weekend. It was on Valentine's Day. She's the meanest. I know. And, like, I'm sure she just told Ron it was a business trip. It was a work work. thing. And while they were there, they were walking on, like, Fisherman's Wharf. And um, she bought two matching engagement rings. And they had, like, a private wedding ceremony. What? Yes. But, like, it wasn't legal, obviously, because she was already married. But it was, like, they did, you know, they said, like, the things you would say in a wedding ceremony. Did he think that she was divorced? Like, did he think it was legit? He, I don't know. I don't think he thought it was necessarily, like, legally binding. But but in his heart. Okay. He felt that they were married. And... She, like, completely surprised him with this. Like, he wasn't expecting it. And then she had promised, like, the only way they would break up is death. Like, death till death do you part, you know? <laughs> like, Patty. so crazy. And a couple weeks later, they took another weekend trip to Vegas and said it was their honeymoon. Oh, my gosh. And Jaime, like, apparently always wanted to go there. Like, he had never been. He wanted to go. And so he was, like, super excited. And This relationship is so weird, but also so sad it's for really him. It's sad for him. I yeah. have zero sympathy and for her. And so sad for her husband, Ron. Yeah. So during one of their getaways, he was driving the car, and he saw a call from one of his ex-girlfriends. Jaime he, did. Jaime did, yes. And he hit ignore, but Patty saw the call and she freaked out. But like, oh, how dare he <laughs> I know. cheat? But apparently, he was still friends with his ex. Like they were still friends. Okay. And she like needed help with something, and so he had talked to her previously, and so she was like calling him and whatever. But he ignored it, but not fast enough. And she started telling Jaime like, "It's over. We're breaking up. Are you we're for through. real? What a freaking hypocrite!" So Jaime driving, he's like, "So you're telling me we're breaking up? Is this what you're doing? We're telling me we're you're telling me that we're done." And he said, "He's like, well, then that means we need to die because you said we're only breaking up if we die." <laughs> oh my gosh! Freaking crazy! So he started driving like 95 miles an hour. He's oh. like on a highway. He's driving what? 95 miles an hour. What would you even do? That's too fast to bail. Uh, yeah, like you're dead if you jump out of the car. <laughs> Freaking crazy. And he went under a semi truck, like drove straight <gasps> into a semi truck. And but they hit the tire instead of going under, and so they spun out and rolled into a median. You idiot! But there was not a scratch on them. At 95? Not a scratch. They were completely fine. What? The car was totaled, but, like, they were fine. That is bananas. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I was in a way less intense accident. Zero I rolling. Know. Nothing. The airbag deployed, and I did total my car. Yeah. And it, the airbag, hurts so <laughs> bad. It actually knocked me out for I a know. Minute. Like, How? How so did they crazy. not even have a scratch? Yeah, like they were totally fine. Car was totaled, oh but that was gosh. it. Oh my gosh. 
so crazy. And it's interesting because now thinking back on it, I didn't even think about this until I just read it again, but because there's a lot of shiz that happens in the rest of this. Oh my gosh. And if this is so sad and like kind of terrible of me to say, but if they had died, then like this whole story would have been a lot better because it gets bad. Oh no. That was just kind of like a little side story for you. Kind of back to... That's the side story? Yes, that's a side story. Oh. <laughs> so they, after all of this, obviously, they stayed together. And they would plan, like, different ways to kill Ron. Like, saying he could fall off a ladder and land on a rebar that was, like, <gasps> sticking out of the ground. And, like, they would just, like, kind of... Like, fantasize about yeah. his death? Like, come up with all these ways. It could be, like, an accident. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's so morbid. And Jaime said, like, he didn't take it seriously at the beginning. He thought it was a joke, and they were just kind of, like, dealing with the fact that he was abusive. Which, mind you, he was not abusive. This is just what Patty said. But that was what he thought. He's like, oh, well, it's us just kind of, like, dealing with that. And then Patty showed Jaime that Ron had a life insurance policy. (gasps) And then he realized at that moment that, like, Patty was serious about it. Okay, but then once that happens, wouldn't you be like, oh, you're psychotic, I'm out. There are so many times in this where he should have just been out, peaced out, left. But yeah, he doesn't. goodbye. It's crazy. So the life insurance was like 150000 but he had a double indemnity. So if it was an accident, he would get double for the insurance policy. So if it was an accident, yeah, like if he died by an accident, shouldn't death always be an accident? I mean, I guess like if you're sick, you have like cancer or whatever, that's not necessarily oh, an I accident. See, like a car accident yes. or something unforeseen. Yes, that's what I'm assuming. Interesting. So she had said that this money would help them get a fresh start. And so Jaime was like, oh, wow, she's like really serious. And he realized that, like, it was getting really, like, he was getting in too deep. And he was... <laughs> Only now you realize. I know. And he wasn't sure if he could actually go through with it, like, with killing Ron. But Patty guilted Jaime, saying, well, you don't believe me then, and you don't want to be with me if you're not willing to do this. And oh, was my like, gosh. Saying, you're not a man if you don't do this. Psycho. And so Jaime said he would do it because he loved her. He would do anything for her. He wanted to be with her. But he said he would only do it if he actually saw what Ron was like. He's like, well, I need to see. So if he had, like, evidence. Yeah. So Patty told Ron that there was a kid at the CCC that, like, insulted her and called her names. But one of the other recruits, who was Jaime, beat up the other kid and defended her. And he was kicked out of the CCC. So he was homeless. So no. Ron, without missing a beat, Ron was like, yeah, he'll, he can stay with us. He can live with us. <gasps> oh, Ron. I know, because he's poor, such a good person. Soul. And then Ron drove to the camp himself and picked up Jaime <gasps> and thanked him for protecting Patty and, like, defending her. And Ron said, like, don't worry about rent. You can just help out around the house. And Jaime was like, no, I can pay you. He's like, no, what you did was enough, and you can just help out. Like, Ron. such a good person. And then Jaime said he would only be there for like a month and then he would go to Texas to stay with an uncle. So, which was the plan. That's so messed up. Like, I'm just picturing that car ride. (sighs) How? And, yeah, just the fact that like 
you've been planning to kill this man and you've been sleeping with his wife and like he's being so generous to you is yeah crazy so Jaime said you know he moved in whatever he would be doing housework with Ron all day every day because Ron was like just at home and Patty was working so he would be like it would just be him and Ron got it Jaime said Ron was super enjoyable to be around. He was funny and nice, and he taught Jaime how to work with, like, different tools and different skills that he could use, like, in real life, you know? Okay, so then at that point, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. And he realized that Ron was not the man that Patty made him out to be. He was a good person. And, like, not once did Jaime hear Ron raise his voice at Patty. And he lived there. This was about, like, two and a half weeks in. And, and if he's as abusive as she's saying, you yeah. expect to see something or hear, like, even if they're in another room. And it's a small house. It was a very small house. Like, you could hear Everything. every conversation. He was, he was never mean to Patty. And so Jaime was super confused. And he saw that Ron did anything to please Patty. Like, he would call Patty during the day, Ron would, while she was at work. And Jaime, like, heard the calls because of the small house. And he would yeah. say, like, I'm just calling to see how your day is going. I love you. Can't wait to see you. Oh. Like, super sweet. I don't I don't get it. Like, what's her beef with him? Why are you stepping out? I don't know. Like, I never found a reason other than she's psycho and wanted to be with Jaime. But it's like, well, just leave. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. Thank you for listening. This is the end of part one. Join us next week for part two.